Hello and welcome to a brand new episode brought to you on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. If you want to see more shows, eh, check out foureyedradio.com, eh? Sorry about that. You've entered Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast. Welcome to episode two of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four Ride Radio Network. It's time to catch them all with your hosts. I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger, and I'm Team Squirtle. And I'm Doug, also known as Doug Watchin, and I'm hashtag Team Bulbasaur. <laughs> to listen to this show, you can find us on fourrideradio.com. Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcasts, Blueberry Podcasts, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. Put a little side note onto that. If you're looking for us on iTunes right now, as of today, as we're recording this on September 17th, we do not have a actual playlist for Victory Road, but if you search for Full Ride Radio, um, you'll see the main hub for all the stuff and like all the podcasts from there in there and ours are going in there so i don't know if it's just because we're a new podcast and it's taking some time but until then there you go that's how you can listen to us on itunes this podcast is brought to you by revenge lover designs illustration and design that fit your personality for samples and inquiries visit revengelover.com so doug yeah what's new in the world of pokemon with you Mm, well, I haven't, I'm trying to think when we last talked, I haven't done a ton of stuff, but I think since we last talked, um, I might have gotten some more Pokemon cards. I also got a brand new 3DS XL Galaxy Edition. Um, nice. Yeah, and I've been uh, working to get all my stuff transferred and re-downloaded and stuff, so I got everything transferred over... Now mm-hmm. I'm just re-downloading everything, which means um, I had to check to make sure everything was intact. And Pokemon Blue is still intact, so that was good. Nice. So I played that a little bit. Do you uh, um, have the Pokemon Bank? I don't yet, but I probably okay. should, huh? Uh, and it's going to be one of the ways eh? to transfer from uh, X and Y, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire to uh, Sun and Moon. Yeah. Do you have it already? I do. I got it when it first came out. And it's nice because sometimes I like to restart my games and I don't want to get rid of, like, my core team. Because, you know, you work so hard on this team, it's like, I really don't want to let you guys go. So I end up just uh, saving them into the bank, so it's kind of nice. I don't have yeah. to lose them. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll probably have to, I'll have to look into that probably right before, before Sun and Moon come out. Nice. And I also know it's going to be one way you can transfer from blue, red, and yellow to Sun and Moon. Yeah, I'll probably do that. Nice. If only for that reason. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if there's anything else that I've done aside from try to keep up with everything that's come out since we talked last, which is mm-hmm. actually pretty difficult to do. <laughs> <laughs> there's been so much stuff. Yeah, a lot of news came out, and we will get into that. Um, now, you said you bought a few packs. I did see... Uh, I love that Volcarona card you got, the... Uh, yeah, I uh, the dual I get the Volcarona. And... They're like right next to me. What did I get? I don't even remember. Nice. Um, there was like a Hoopa in there. Nice. Pyroar in there. Ooh. Uh, the Volcarona that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Jump Luff. But I only got a couple packs, so there's not a whole lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, to go through. I almost got more today, and then I, I didn't. 
<laughs> I should have. I knew we were recording today. I should have gotten them. I, I don't know what happened. Actually, I do know what happened. Um, I was at GameStop, and I saw the Pikachu uh, box set. Um, it's got a little Pikachu minifigure, and then it's got like the special card with Pikachu, Electabuzz, and Jolteon on it. Yes. And, and then it comes with four packs of Generations. Now, this was my first time buying Generation packs and whatnot, and first off, I'm going to show you the Pikachu figure. Like, it is amazing. That sweet. Yeah, like, he's doing, like, one of his moves, and it's got, like, the little sparks and the effects, and it's really cool. And now, I'm not a big Pikachu fan. I think he's overrated, but <laughs> the card had Jolteon in the background. I'm like, that is so cool, and I'm, I, I have a weakness for electric types, so I had to do it. And so I started buying the packs, and then I was like, you know what? I kind of like these generation cards because it's just a nice little throwback to all the stuff. I got some really nice pulls. So then I went out and bought the Charizard pack, I think, like the next day. And uh-huh. so I got this little Charizard figure. Those figures look sweet. I like that they have the uh, I know like attack and type effects. Yeah. Um, it's not the full body, but, I mean, you get the idea. And I like how his one wing's, like, all black and... Uh, Molten Lava, almost. Yeah. So I got that, and then his card had, like, Flareon and Magmar on it. Nice. So I got that, got some more cards, and then I got the Venusaur one. Ooh, I want it. I want it right <laughs> now. Uh, his card had Vileplume and Scyther. And that was, like, Vileplume, so that was really cool. Um, So after buying that, and then... I don't know why, but I bought the Elite Trainers box set. <laughs> so, eh, all you know my GameStop. Because exactly yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I put down a lot of money into these packs already. I think I need like five more cards or something like that, which is really Dang. cool. Yeah. So, hopefully, I'll be done with that soon. But I bought the uh, uh, Elite Trainer box, which is really cool. It comes with dice, uh, coins for the thing, um, the box you can st- uh, carry all like extras or whatever. It comes with sleeves for your cards. Um, and then it came with, like, ten packs. Jeez. Yeah, so I opened those all up, got an, some amazing cards. Um, I'm loving this Generations pack. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus... I'm not going to try and get every card that comes out after now. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the Sun and Moon's going to come out. I may, what I end up doing is just getting... Setting my focus on one pack set. Because I know sometimes, like, they'll have, like, two or three different sets for, like, the same Pokemon type. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just focus on one set and then just get all those cards if I can. Be kind of nice. Yeah. Um, you I say still that get... now. Yeah, yeah, I say that now. <laughs> but I do want to still get the uh, Blastoise figure with his promo card because that card has uh, Vaporeon and Gyarados on it. Nice. So I know I'm I... gonna cave. Like I know I yeah. will. I keep getting little bits and pieces here and there, and I know that one day I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna I'm gonna mm-hmm. walk out of a store with a bunch of big boxes. Now I'm also a sucker for pins, so when I saw that the Victini and the Arceus set uh-huh. box set came with pins, I was like, and I bought these. <laughs> I have a Mega Alakazam pin. Nice. That's, That's awesome. the only one I have. So I'm being sucked into a card game again. So like the third or fourth time, I don't know. I I keep quitting and then I get sucked back in and I quit and I get sucked back in. And this podcast is gonna just bankrupt me already. Um, yeah. Um, but and also I keep getting the uh, 
I don't know. Do you play the uh, online uh, trading card game that they have? I haven't yet, but now I have some of these cards, so I might. I might yeah. check it out just to see what it's like. I've given them to friends up until recently, so well, maybe I'll start doing that. I don't think I'm going to do this, so I was thinking about maybe just giving away a code on here and first come, first serve to our listeners. Ooh, actually, that's a pretty good idea. How many of those do I have? To start off with this, and this is the card from the Elite Trainer Box, so I'm hoping you get extra stuff with this, because, I mean, you figure I paid 50 bucks for that damn box, so you better get some nice stuff. Um, The code, and I'm going to try and say this as clearly as possible as I can. Oh, man, this is going to be a mad free-for-all. I know. X, J... 7 dash G Q T L dash Z R G dash H C 6 so congratulations to whoever got that code uh, in time <laughs> how much of a, a jerk pic- yes, how much of a jerk move would it be if I uh if I was putting that in as you read it. <laughs> uh, I didn't. So me. Ah, okay. Well, well, if you're listening to this podcast early enough and you think you have a chance and you did it, it was probably Doug who did it. <laughs> Just kidding. I, 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 I trust him. So uh, enter that code. If you're the lucky winner, whoever got that, uh, take a screenshot or whatever and show us what you got because that'd be awesome. I will retweet it. Just send it to our Twitter account at Victory Road Pod. Um, yeah. So again, uh, Pokemon cards—they are evil, but <laughs> I love them. So one of my favorite—I'm going to show you. Uh, I don't know if I could do this properly, but Finder, Power Ranger cards, Disney Infinity cards, Pokemon cards. Here we go. Um, this is my favorite thing. If you look at the Charmander, the Charmeleon, and the Charizard, it's got like a little story. Oh, I've seen those. Those are fantastic. Yeah. And then just look at that Flareon. Yes. Yeah, is that the one with the two uh, other evolutions on either side? Um, no, that is the other card I have of it, Which though. Yeah, there's this one. Yes, that's the Flareon I was thinking. Yeah, yeah they've this done one... some really cool stuff with some of this art, where they're telling a story with the Charmander... And they've yeah. got, um, like, a couple cards. Well, I don't know. I, I'm the worst person to be qualified I've to talk about this. I've seen but... it with another starter set. Um, I think it was Totodile, Croconon, for Alligator. Oh. I like that. Um, but, yeah, so I thought that was uh, really cool. I'm liking the artwork on all these cards now, like the super ultra-rare things where, like, it's full art throughout the entire card. Yeah, those are um, gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Love them. Um, I found out though, like my Jolteon EX card is like twenty bucks, and I got doubles of it. And I was like, "How? How is this just a normal card?" So I'm wondering if like they just didn't make that many or something, or it's hard to find. But somehow I got two in the same box. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so that was crazy. Um, but other than that, I don't think there's really much else uh, new with me in the world of Pokemon besides these cards that are bankrupting me. <laughs> um, oh, I there's a new thing. We talked about this a little bit last time. The buddy mm-hmm. system in Pokemon Go. Have yes. you been using it? I I set my care. I set my Magnemite. I just haven't been walking around with it yet. So okay. Um, I know you've already the only called other... your uh, buddy. 
Yeah, that's probably the only other thing that I've been doing specifically that's Pokemon related. Yeah, I evolved two buddies now. I evolved oh. my Clefairy because mm-hmm. we don't get them around here, and I only right. needed three candy. And then I evolved um, just today my Machop, which we also don't get around here. So nice. um, now, it's been how awesome. Much candy, do you get once you complete the uh, uh, however kilometers you need to do? You just get one. So luckily, Clefairy only require requires one kilometer per candy, but Machop okay. required three. So that was kind of tough. Yeah, that's because I only have like three Magnemite candies already, and he requires three kilometers. And I'm like, okay, so I wonder how much I'll get for this. And then I'm like, oh, so now it's going to take me forever to get a Magneton, but. Yeah. I don't care because Magnemite is my friend. <laughs> yeah, I picked the ones that were closest to evolving to mm-hmm. start off with. Because gotcha. I was like, well, I want you to walk three kilometers and then I'll, you know, walk a bunch this weekend. So Um there's an Easter egg with that though. Um if you choose Pikachu as your starter and after you walk about ten kilometers, Pikachu will go from being on the ground to on your shoulder. Dude, I just saw that today. I thought that was so cool. At first, I wasn't sure if it was a Photoshop that somebody did, mm-hmm. um, and then I realized that's an actual thing. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I had uh, heard you got to walk about like 10 kilometers or something like that, and Pikachu will go onto your shoulder, which is cool, because I know uh, if you choose Caterpie, Pidgey, and I think Weedle, they will go on your shoulder automatically. What? Yes. My, oh my wife gosh. had... My wife chose uh, Caterpie as a starter because she still hasn't gotten a Butterfree yet, so she wanted to get as much candy as she could. So when she picked Caterpie, it just automatically went onto her shoulder, and she's like, oh my gosh, this is the cutest thing ever. (laughs) That's cool. And um, I know some people are choosing Magikarp as their buddies because (laughs) it's like, I gotta get that Gyarados, you know? Does it just flop around on the ground next to you? I think so. I haven't like uh, I haven't toyed around with many of them because I you lose your progress yeah. if you switch them. So I haven't been switching them very frequently. But now I'm you know if I if I didn't have progress right now with my right. Charmander, which is my current buddy, mm-hmm. um, I would check some of them out. I have Magnemite as my starter, but I haven't really started yet. So I was like, you know what? Let me just see what things look like around here, and you get a really nice size comparison compared I to yourself, that. To Pokemon. Like, Snorlax is maybe just, like, a head taller than you. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried Electrode, and he's, like, maybe about half the size of my character. Yeah, isn't he uh, a meter tall or something? He's supposed to be, like, three feet or something like that? Yeah, yeah, which is just really cool. Because, like, I mean, Charizard is, like, the size of a normal human being, so you don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. But then when you see it compared, it's awesome. Well, when I evolved my Clefairy and showed the people I was with, they were like, holy crap, that thing's huge. And I was like, yeah, Clefairy is, like, not a little guy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like seeing that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a nice reminder of what some of the size uh, was intended to be for some of these because the anime does an absolutely awful job maintaining uh, proportions. Oh, yeah. Um, Now, we we had actually tweeted out, um, uh, share your partners with us. Mm-hmm. on our Twitter account. Uh, first reply was you, with your Clefairy. Yes. <laughs> who you had Randy. Named Randy, which I think <laughs> is an awesome name for a Clefairy, by the way. Randy the Clefairy. <laughs> um, our friend John at the H less John. Uh, I hope I said that right, but his was actually Magikarp. Um, oh, I'll have to look at that. 
engine Carrie Gator at Carrie Clan has his starter as a Magmar. And then Luke Yearly, I am sorry if I mispronounced your last name, at Undead No Nine, I assume number nine, and his was a Ponyta. So, like, quite a variety there. It's pretty cool to see what people are choosing. I kind of want, like, another Easter egg be like, if you get a Rapidash and you keep it as your partner for after 10 kilometers, you ride the oh, Rapidash. That would be so cool. That'd or be way cool. Or for, like, Electrode, you stand on top of Electrode <laughs> and, like, try and balance on top of it. <laughs> like you're in the circus? <laughs> yes. I Again, do like the the buddy system. I have a friend who said uh, that they had they had kind of stopped playing, and once the buddy system uh, mm-hmm. had come out, they picked it back up. So if they keep doing little things like this, they're going to keep uh, bringing their audience back over and mm-hmm. over and over. Well, I keep saying they need to fix the tracking, and I guarantee you a lot of people will come back to playing. Oh, yeah. Big time. Do we know when that's supposed to be... Like, do, Have they given a timeline, or are they just... Saying we're going to get it right, and then we're going to release it. I think they're just saying they're going to get it right, and then they'll release it. That's probably smart, to be honest. It's just such a bummer waiting. Now, speaking of Pokemon Go, the uh, Pokemon Go Plus device came out uh, this week. Now that it's out, are you more tempted to get it? Not really, um, (laughs) because one of my friends on Twitter... uh, had said that there's no real, like, filter option, so he said he's been getting a lot of Weedles. Oh... Because really, all the devices, it'll light up saying that there's a Pokemon nearby. You push the button, and it'll pretty much capture it for you. I don't know if it reduces the uh, escape risk or the escapes or whatever. Like, you just click it, and you automatically get it, which would be kind of nice. Um, I think, so our buddy Vince on Twitter said that he had walked around a little bit today. Mm-hmm. And from what he can tell, it throws one Pokeball. And if you get it, you get it. And if you don't, it runs. Oh, so okay. I don't know like how if that's exact or not, or if that's just kind of what his experience has been. But that's what it sounds like so far. Okay. Well, hopefully by the time we record again, maybe we'll have Vince on and we'll ask him about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I apologize for all the people I keep saying um, but uh, that's just <laughs> how I talk sometimes. I can't help it. My wife wants to kill me when I do it all the time. So. Maybe I'll edit it out. Maybe not. We'll see. (laughs) Depends on how tired I am tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know if I'll get the device or not yet. Unless, of course, they give, like, an option to, like, filter. So, like, say you only want to capture these select Pokemon and not, like, say, Rattatas and Pidgeys. You can, like, opt those out so this way you don't have to capture them. That would be nice, but I, I wouldn't put my money on it. But yeah. I'm wondering, do you get a new menu item on your app for the Go Plus? Is like, how do you how yeah. do you do stuff sure. with it? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't gotten it yet. Um, I know we're like a bad Pokemon podcast because we don't have all the updated. Ah, eh, whatever. Yeah. Someone, will, someone will yell at us. And tell us how it works. Yeah, we're only on episode two. Uh, we haven't really. We didn't think we'd make it this far. <laughs> We made it, folks. Yes, we made it. (laughs) And thank a shout out to all the people who have listened to the show so far and have given us great reviews. It was really fun watching people tweet along. uh, Yeah. Well, and I was listening to it while somebody else was listening to it, and they were tweeting, and that was pretty fun. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my uh, 
a lot of people I've talked to, like RJ Sills and uh, my co-host up on Longbox Cast, both said that they kind of fell out of Pokemon, but after listening to our first episode, they kind of want to get back into Pokemon. Good. They should. Yeah. So, obviously, we're doing something right here. I don't know what it is. Hopefully, we can keep it up. We're just so charismatic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. People can't resist. (laughs) (laughs) So, I think now uh, we got some news in the games. A lot of game news, actually. Yeah. So, uh, we have two new Pokemon. Um, uh, Strangest name ever, Type Null. It's a normal type, and it has the ability of battle armor. I had to watch that little bit of the video over and over because I thought I was missing its name. I felt the same way. I thought literally like it had no type at all. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought it was a typeless Pokemon somehow and that I was just not seeing what it was called. Mm-hmm. But it is in fact called Type Semicolon Null. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Uh, I'm going to pull up the... Uh... Cerebi description for it because it gives a little bit more of a bio for it. Yeah, it's got a really, really bizarre background, uh, mm-hmm. like background story. I think it might actually be like an actual, like, created by a human type thing. That's the but... impression I get, that it's basically yeah. kind of a chimera Pokemon, which is pretty messed up if you think about it. Well, I mean, if you look at it, it's got like a aqua tail, um, Bug-type front legs, dark-type hind legs, uh, steel-type head, rock-type armor Did you see any of the theories about type null? I have not, actually. Uh, Do you want to hear one of them? Yes, yes, I do. If if people who are listening don't want to hear this, then just put put your hands over your ears for a second. It's not officially a spoiler, because I don't know, but Mm -hmm. if it's right, someone might yell at me. Um, I saw somewhere online, and I can't remember who it was who said it, and I wish I could give them credit, but... Somebody said, um, what if type null is made up of parts from the final evolutions of the three starters? And if you look at it, its tail is like a fin. Its front legs could be talons. Um, and then it's kind of got almost like a, like a mammalian body. And those yes. purple things on the back very well could be a dark type uh, feline, mm-hmm. you know, decoration or something. Plus, it's got almost like a feathery neck. Yes. Um, and we don't get to see its head, so we don't know what its head looks like. Mm-hmm. But that was something that I thought was pretty horrifying and fascinating at the same time. He's got Pikachu's head. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> now, now, which Pikachu head? Because <laughs> it's had four different heads over there. This is the Alolan Pikachu. Oh god, it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> or Alolan Persian. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. That'd be, yeah. What if it's a weird Persian? All right. So this is the description Cerebi has for it. This Pokemon wearing a mask has been dubbed Null, meaning nothing. The shapes of its front and hind legs are clearly different. The reason is that Type Null was constructed to synthesize the strengths of various Pokemon, enabling it to adapt to any situation. The mask fitted to Type Null's head is a piece of equipment designed to control its latent powers. It's extremely heavy, so it also serves to hinder Type Null's agility. To complete a certain mission, there was need of a Pokemon powerful enough to rival those Pokemon often spoken of in mythology. Now, I'm hoping we do get to see Type Null without the helmet on at some point in the game. Either 
if we don't get it in the game, I think we would get it in either the anime or a movie, because it gives off very serious MewTube backstory vibes. Yes, it does. Where it was created in a lab, it was given... Uh, this was probably more just exclusively the anime, mm-hmm. but it was given um, kind of this armor almost to enhance and limit it at the same time, mm-hmm. and it just was... Guys, this is too powerful. Mew 3, yes, exactly. There's the legendary Mew 3 everyone made up. (laughs) Alright, the next new Pokemon is Jangmo-O. These names, man, some of these names are just bizarre. Like, even uh, Tapu Koko, like, having... Like, they're really going going balls to the wall with some of these names. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Jangmo-O is a dragon type with the abilities of bulletproof and soundproof. And if I had to take a guess, this could be our pseudo-legendary here, people. You I mean like the, the chain at the very end of the Yes, kind of like the Dratini, the, the, the Dragonite line, the uh, Hydragon line. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so... Because it's more than not, it's usually a dragon type. Yeah. Except for Mittang. Yeah, but that was just badass enough that it warranted its own yes, spot there. it was. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, so this description, uh, Jangmo-O has the pride of a warrior, although it remains humble about its capabilities. In its pursuit to become stronger, it never neglects its training. Because Jangmo-O uses the scales of its head for both offense and defense, it never turns its back to its enemies. Many trainers see this behavior and take it as proof that Jangmo-O is a valiant Pokemon. Jangmo-O uh, gather in harsh locales like canyons where no other people or Pokemon are around to live together as they train. So, it's it's kind of interesting looking. Yeah, I'm very, very curious to see what its evolutionary line will look like because there's a lot of interesting design elements to it, like the huge mm-hmm. plate on its head. Like I wonder disc. what's going to happen with that. Yeah, there's a love disc on its face. <laughs> it's um, a shiny love disc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> um, um, and then these interesting scales on its side. Do mm-hmm. you think that this thing's going to eventually be bipedal? It almost looks like uh, some of those like Velociraptor mock-ups with feathers. Mm-hmm. But it's on all fours, so I don't. I don't know. It could eventually become a flying type. Yeah, I could see I'm that. also getting like an electric vibe off of it, just because from the yellow, <laughs> like the its tail kind of looks like a light bulb almost. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. And it's it's but, currently a single type, so there's definitely exactly. room so, to get a second type. Oh yeah, so long as though its name gets easier to pronounce as it evolves. It's going to get more hyphens each time it evolves. <laughs> Jangmo, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> that would be obnoxious and fantastic. It'd be the best. Good job, Pokemon. So um, that's the new Pokemon. Um, we did get a new Alola version, and I find it funny because we had talked about this on the last show if we were going to get it or not, mm-hmm. and it's Radicate. Yep. Um, first impressions, uh, it's chubby. It's so chubby. And it looks like it still hasn't swallowed its food in its mouth. It's like, it's, if you ever had a hamster or a gerbil, it's like it's got its yeah. cheeks full of food. Mm-hmm. Which I find funny that its special ability is gluttony. 
<laughs> yep. Yeah, and it's a dark normal type, so a little different there, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, I was expecting maybe like a bigger mustache for Radicate. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what I was expecting, but I was expecting more in this sort of like dark dandy thing that the Radicate sort of gave off. Mm-hmm. Now, or Radita, sorry. So I'm still waiting for the Alolan uh, Persian because obviously we have to get one. I think it's going to happen. I think if if nothing else, this just showed us that we're we're more than likely going to get mm-hmm. an Alolan Persian. Yes. Now, I understand why you, we don't technically need an Alolan Execute or Cubone or Pikachu mm-hmm. because those are the beginnings, the and final form, I can understand. Yeah. It's like a branch evolution. Yes, but if you have the first one, the second one, the ones after that should be an Alolan version as well. So hopefully we'll get Persian within some time, along with the rest of the evolutions for the starters, because this game comes out in two months. Yes! <laughs> yes. And so the, show will, the show will be on a brief hiatus as we play the game. <laughs> you won't hear from us for a month. Yes. I don't know. Um, another new interesting thing, Ultra Beasts. Yeah, what in the world? Pokemon, how many things are you going to throw at us at once? Yeah, like, I don't know if these are Pokemon that you can capture after you've fought them, or if these are just, like, uh, final bosses almost, you know? Yeah, it's hard to say, because if you go onto Pokemon's official website, which I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's even necessarily considered a good resource, none of these show up when you go to the section about Pokemon. And I don't know that they've been called Pokemon. Have they? They haven't. Sarah B has them listed in a separate section called Ultra Beast. Yeah. Um, as of right now, there's three: UB one, UB two, and or UB two absorption and UB two beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, the two are the two ones are uh, depending on what version of the game you get. Um, description for UB1 is body is composed of a glass-like substance. However, it's constantly changing shapes, never settling on one. While evidence of something like a survival instinct can be observed in UB1, no one knows whether it has a will of its own or any emotion. It's said that for some reason its movements resemble those of a young girl. I just want to say it looks like a heartless. Like a heartless? From Kingdom Hearts. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. There are, one, I love this thing's design, whatever mm-hmm. it is, Pokemon, Beast, Boss, whatever. Um, I love it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very curious to know what these things are because there are theories flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, UB2 Absorption, which is exclusive to Pokemon Sun, description is, the extent of its strength is unknown. Its entire body is covered with bulging, powerful muscles. The full force of a punch powered by these muscles would be off the charts. Its distinctively long mouth is said to be harder than diamonds. Could the Ultra Beast also use it to attack? Question mark. I just want to say it looks like Larry from uh, (laughs) uh, Spongebob Squarepants. I just saw that today, that somebody was like, and Larry is now an Ultra Beast? (laughs) Yes. 
Yes. When I first saw it, I was like, is that Larry from SpongeBob? It didn't click for me right away, and I but I I knew it looked like something, and mm-hmm. I don't know how I didn't think of it. it, it it's it's like uncanny. <laughs> now, I'm looking at this. It's actually got gloves. It does? It does. If you look at its hands, what? it's got gloves. UB01 absorption. I uh I didn't notice that. What I noticed was that it has like four legs or something. Yes, I did notice that. It's got a a really bizarre design. There's a lot going on. The mm-hmm. UB1 and UB2 beauty are pretty simple and elegant designs. Yes. And this one is just like what other muscles can we throw <laughs> on this thing? Yeah, it's also oh, it stands up gloves. You're right. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like fingerless gloves. Mm-hmm. Now, UB2 Beauty, exclusive to Pokemon Moon, its narrow, graceful legs allow it to accelerate with such explosive speed that people claim it can dodge lightning. It is said that any Pokemon that sees UB2 Beauty, regardless of its own gender, will become infatuated with it and lose the will to battle. The exact reason for this reaction, whether it's an unidentified pheromone executed by UB2, beauty or a hypnotic effect induced by its appearance has not been determined. Ooh la la. Now, I, as soon as they announce these Ultra Beasts, I'm like, someone is going to find a way to hack the game and actually be able to control the Ultra Beasts. In I'm their sure. party, like a Pokemon. I mean, if it's, if it's something you can battle, then I'm assuming there's some way to hack it so that you can put it in your party, right? Oh, Although there's definitely. so much with this game that's different that I don't, I don't know. I don't know how these are going to be presented. Yeah, uh, I really wish they give us more information on this, but I guess we'll just have to wait until the game comes out. And I hope uh, there's more because I like the designs for them. I do like the designs. I uh, there, there's a big theory going around about these ones that I'm just going to let people look up because I think it is probably a spoiler. But um, I would I'll be really curious to know if there are, are more of these because. They're pretty cool looking, and there's a lot of like kind of mystery surrounding them. So that's at least it for the Pokemon and Alola versions and Ultra Beast, but there is still news for the game. Um, Pokemon Sun and Moon are set 12 hours apart. Now you and I, I think we were texting about this. Yeah. Have, since we were texting about it, has there been any clarification on how this impacts actual real-life players' experience? From what I've heard, basically, if you're playing Sun during the day, it'll be daytime. But if you play Moon during the daytime, it'll be nighttime. Oh, so if I get Moon, I'm almost always going to be playing at night. Pretty much, except for if you play at nighttime, then it'll be during the day. Interesting. Man, that's so weird. I wonder why they decided to do that. I mean, I, I guess it fits perfectly in with what they're calling the games, mm-hmm. or rather, maybe they called the games that because of this, but I wonder... I, I'm very curious to see how people will will take to this and like what their experiences will be like. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, I'm... I know certain things will be different with the game. Like, uh, they already said, like, uh, certain trainers will have different Pokemon obviously, which is to be expected with different variations sure. of the game. Um, another more news, uh, the Ether Foundation is introduced. Yeah. Um, three members so far. Lusamine, the glamorous president. And she is glamorous. Her hair is like mm-hmm. as long as she is. Yes, she's a beauty. Wink, wink. 
<laughs> She's very pretty. <laughs> uh, Fava, the branch chief. And then Wiki, the assistant branch chief. And then they introduced uh, two, assi- uh, um, uh, I guess, other workers for the place. But from what I saw, like the text that they were talking about in the game, it looks like they're actually saving the Pokemon that Team Skull has been stealing. Hmm, okay. Or targeting or whatever. And so, like, they've been, like, keeping them at the research facility to keep them safe. Well, it's interesting that we have these two very... I mean, I guess we've had this before-ish, but, like, it's interesting that we have these two, like, very clearly defined organizations that are, like, Mm -hmm. in opposition to each other, but not in a way like Ruby and Sapphire had. Like, one is clearly supposed to be the bad guy, and one is clearly supposed to be the good guy. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Now, the Ether Company, uh, I just got this weird vibe. Now, you've heard about how the, the first Pokemon revealed for Sun and Moon was Majirna. Mm-hmm. And how it's um, basically man-made Pokemon created by humans 500 years ago. Yeah. What if it was created by the Ether Foundation 500 years ago, or by a group that became the Ether Foundation, who then, of course, created Type Null. Hmm. It could be. I mean, there. We, I'm, weirder things have happened in the Pokemon universe. This is true. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. Um, got a new member to Team Skull, uh, Gladian the Enforcer. Hmm. The Enforcer. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, he's one of the Team Skull Enforcers, but uh, when I typed it up, it I said Gladian the Enforcer, and I think it sounds like a really nice uh, wrestling name. <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like a medieval knight, but yeah. that would be awesome if you had a wrestler that was a medieval knight and was called <laughs> Gladian the Enforcer. Yes, yes. I can do it. Yes. Um, new thing, which I think was probably, I think this next thing here was meant for uh, Pokemon Z, but then when they decided not to do the third version to X and Y, which kind of sucks that we never did get it. I think it was like the first generation where we didn't really get a third version except for maybe Black and yeah, White. Yeah, this because I had never finished Black, or not Black and White, I finished that. Because I had never finished um, X and Y... Mm-hmm. And I knew that Zygarde... I just spoiled what you were about to talk about. But right. I knew that it existed, right. but I didn't realize that it had never come into fruition. So when I saw it was being introduced as a sun and moon thing, mm-hmm. I was totally confused. I had to go look up stuff because I hadn't <laughs> gotten to that. But then mm-hmm. I guess nobody had. <laughs> right. Because um, if you watch the anime, uh, at least up-to-date anime, I know you're a little bit far behind, so I'll try and yeah. keep it spoiler-free for you. Yeah. But basically, Zygrade's starting to make a be a main component for the thing, and Zygrade is made up of cells and two cores. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two cores, one's got like a little red diamond, and one's got a blue diamond. And then uh, there's a bunch of tiny little cells that make up the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But then, when at least ten percent of the cells and the cores come together, you get this dog form. Yeah, I've looked at all these different mm-hmm. forms. When, it's pretty cool. It's just a lot. Yeah, when you get 50% of the cells together, you get the snake-like form, which is what everyone's familiar with from the games. 
Right, that should have been the theoretical Z, right? Yes, yes. And then uh, the final one, uh, the 100% form, which looks completely badass. Yes. That, um, so obviously 100% form. So this, we're actually going around and collecting the cells and the cores for the actual Zygrade. I'm so pumped for this game. There just seems to be so much to do. Oh, yeah, and the final... uh, big news for the game, which is my favorite part, <laughs> yes. is the Pokemon Finder, which reminds me so much of Pokemon Snap. They even tease it, because when they say Pokemon Finder, you can use it, uh, or they say uh, it's easy as Snap, or something to that effect, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I see what you did there, Pokemon, and I approve, because <laughs> and it's literally just like Pokemon Snap, because you're taking pictures of Pokemon, you're uh, sending the pictures to get graded and they give you results of what you like and I could not be any happier. For real, dude. And I hope that this is a is a, a well thought out, well fleshed out element of the game because mm-hmm. this seems like one of those things that if it's done right, I could put tons of time into this game well beyond finishing it. Mm-hmm. Just because this exists. Oh yeah, try and take that perfect picture of certain Ugh. Pokemon. And there's Ho- so much that you're going to be able to do. Well, theoretically, there should be yes. so much you could do with it. Remember when Pokemon Snap was big, and you could go to the video store and put your memory card into like a kiosk mm-hmm. and, get and you could print it, out. print it out as stickers. Yeah. What, dude? Oh yeah. If they do anything even remotely like that, I am all over it. Oh yeah. Uh, or like, uh, I don't know if you ever had this, but they had the Game Boy printer. Yes. <laughs> I didn't have it, but I wanted it so bad. Oh, same here. Unfortunately, I didn't really know about it until it was already out of stock. Ooh. Yeah, so I never got it because I wanted to do the whole surfing Pikachu thing. We should just get it now. Whatever. Uh, yeah, eBay. Sure we could find it. Oh, yeah. We're adults. <laughs> We should do an entire episode that's just, like, us finding old, random, <laughs> little, like, uh, obscure things that we mm-hmm. wanted really bad but never got. Yes. Oh, Game uh, Boy Camera? Mm. <laughs> yes, Game Boy Camera. I, I want to rebuy the old uh, Game Boy that I had, the Game Boy Color. I, with the uh, Pikachu Jigglypuff oh, on it. Yeah, I, ever since you mentioned that last episode, I have been thinking about it, and I kind of want one too. But yeah, <laughs> this Pokemon Finder now, thing looks freaking amazing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, I wonder if it's going to be like a select few Pokemon you can take pictures of, or if it's going to allow you to take all the pictures of all the Pokemon. Well, how is... I, again, I mean, this is the big question of Pokemon Sun and Moon right now, is how is this going to work? But how is this going to work? Do you think it's going to be a zone, like an area you go to? Have, well, have they talked about that? Are there going to the be th- little stops, like in uh, X and Y, where you can take pictures? Or what? what is the well, mechanic? In, in one of the uh, uh, trailers for it, they had uh-huh. shown the character walking to the right to like a bridge where like a piece of the bridge had been carved out. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looked at it, and then... Um, there was a Pikachu right there, and he was able to take a picture of it. So I wonder if it's going to be like you have to stand in this spot to see the Pokemon and then wait for them to show up or be at the right angle or whatever. Yeah, I wonder if uh, if you keep going to that... Like, do you go to that spot because there's a specific Pokemon there, or do you go to that spot to see mm-hmm. what Pokemon are there when you go there? Like, if you I, keep going, do you think new stuff pops up? I hope so. 
I'm so curious about how this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too. Especially because if you think about it, uh, I don't know, with, with Pokemon Go being a thing right now, and with them toying around again with this Pokemon Snap concept, mm-hmm. I wonder if they're ever thinking of, this, this is me just dreaming, um, I wonder if they're ever thinking of kind of doing a, a more camera-based AR game. Like, and I, I wonder how they would even do that, but see, that would be so cool. I would love to have a Pokemon Snap or a Pokemon Go Snap. Yes. Where you just go around, find the Pokemon, take pictures with your phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that's what we're kind of already doing. We encounter the Pokemon, we have the AR off, and then you just take the pictures with them there. But this time, you're literally not trying to capture them or anything. You just take the pictures. Well, you could do... I mean, you could do a, an offshoot app, just like you said, called Pokemon Go Snap. Mm-hmm. And then it doesn't have to be a big, full, huge thing. It could literally just be some sort of technology that recognizes items and backgrounds mm-hmm. so that you could appraise your pictures like you appraise your Pokemon in Pokemon Go, and then your team leader can mm-hmm. sit there and you know say, like, hey, this is a great picture, or this is not yeah. a great picture, whatever. For the glory of Team Valor, am I right, everybody? <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, Spark <laughs> would pretty much approve. I have a feeling Spark, the way everyone keeps memeing him out, I feel like he would actually be like, oh, this is a great picture. Oh, this is a great picture. Oh, this is great. This is great. And secretly, <laughs> All of your pictures are great. Exactly. Or like, oh, keep trying and just keep just, you know, <laughs> being so positive about it all. Uh, um, so that's all the game news. Uh, we did get some anime news. Um, so I don't know. We did, and we got kind of like two two distinct pieces of anime news. Yes. Uh, first up, Pokemon Generations, which from what I've seen, I believe it's about eighteen short films, almost like they're like four minutes long. I've seen the first they're two. Very short. Yeah, me too. Um, but I really like them. They're it's the same style as Pokemon Origins. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they're set in the same universe, so if that's the case, Johnny Young Bosch comes back to voice Brock. Oh, that would be so awesome. It would. Uh, for Come back, JYB. Yes, for those who don't know who we're talking about, Johnny Young Bosch was the second Black Power Ranger in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And he was in Bleach, and he was in Trigun, and he was in Sailor Moon. He's awesome. Yes, yes he is. <laughs> so, uh, Generations, the first episode came out, and basically... It's mostly uh, the focus is Pikachu and Red's Pikachu, but I love how they're showing Red and Pikachu going throughout the different regions encountering wild Pokemon. Yeah, it's called The Adventure, and it kind of sets up, I think, the overarching um, mm-hmm. the overarching tone that this series, Pokemon Generations, is going to cover the whole mm-hmm. gamut, you know? Um, Pokemon Origins was very specifically a, a quick run-through of the, the Kanto region and the original mm-hmm. game generation, and this first short basically says, we're going even further. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Although, how do you feel <laughs> about Pikachu's design in this first episode? It's It was different. Yeah, I, I'll say that. It was a little different from what I'm used to. Its head um, is huge. <laughs> it is. It is. It's very I'll weird. Just say it. But I, it is huge. <laughs> yes, it, it is. Now I will. I geeked out when I saw Volcarona. I was like, I was like, ooh, yeah. they're in the sand. Does that mean we get to see? And they go in the temple. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, go down the sand pit, go down the sand pit. It goes down the sand pit. And I'm like, Volcarona. Yes, yes, yes. 
because I don't know what it is. I love Volcarona. Um, I'm I'm sometimes when I had my Volcarona, I'd be like my Volcarona or something <laughs> to that effect, kind of like the my Sharona. <laughs> yeah. Well, that Volcarona. sequence in the in the short is really awesome too. Pikachu over mm-hmm. the course of the short gets better. Like they're not they're not messing around with the time frame, and they're 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 really acknowledging the fact that. If they're going through six generations, they're improving. And so Pikachu, mm-hmm. this has happened in the anime too, but it happened over such a long period of time that it's not as noticeable. In this yeah. short, which is maybe like three minutes and 50 seconds long, yeah. it's really obvious that Pikachu gets better and better and better with each battle that it has in mm-hmm. the short. So by the time it, it gets to Volcarona um, and stuff like that, it's it's a badass. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And I like how like they keep like throwing in like legendaries off to the side. Mm-hmm. Like you see, like Lugia fly by, um, Latios <laughs> yeah. and Latias fly by. Yeah. Doesn't Pikachu just, like, oh. just like bounce off of a Lugia or something yeah. like that? I remember <clears> seeing <throat> it and I was like, oh, oh, oh there it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then episode two, which I didn't know we were gonna get two episodes, which was really cool. Yeah. Um. And I love this story because it kind of fills in the gaps of like questions we've always had. It's like mm-hmm. this evil organization, Team Rocket, just got disbanded, and then you find out that the leader is a gym leader in Viridian City, what happens to him afterwards? Yeah. Well, it turns out the international police went to go try and capture him and arrest him, but he had already left. Yeah, I think I think the Silphco story from those original games is probably one of the best stories I've looked back on and realized I never appreciated the first time around. Mm-hmm. Where the more you think about it and the more you realize, like, oh, man, this whole thing just infiltrated an entire region and it was kind of everywhere and it got its hands in everything. Like, I'm mm-hmm. glad we're getting more of that. I don't know how much we're going to get, but I'm glad we got even at least this little bit. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping we'll get more because, like, I think it's going to go through, like, different uh different generation stories so like we'll probably see certain things of like team aqua team magma mm-hmm. um i know the poster that they released showed a bunch of legendaries in the background with a bunch of the, like the leaders of the different organizations even lysandry from x and y yeah um and i hope this kind of also follows the adventures of red and looker from the international police mm. looker is just awesome <laughs> i mean they've they've kind of of set it up so that it could. I don't know mm-hmm. that it will, but it very easily could. Um, so who, with with however many episodes, you said you think it's 18? Um, I believe they announced it was 18 episodes. Okay. Yeah, they could do a whole lot in those 18 episodes. Although I am, like, I, I should just be happy for what we got, right? Oh, this is, yeah. is going to be the same story uh, of me and, and Pokemon Origins. Mm-hmm. When I found out it's only four episodes, I was like, ugh. But it's really, really good. I just, every time we get something like this, I just mm-hmm. want like a a 13 episode or 26 episode Pokemon anime that has nothing to do with the Pokemon anime. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I want a full blown all, you know, everything you can give it type of uh anime even if it's just 13 episodes for people like us 20 years later. Oh yeah, definitely. People would buy it. Mhm. I don't know. I think there's a market there. And <laughs> them doing this type of stuff means that they've certainly thought about it. You know, even if they can't pull it off uh, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. the fact that they've done these things shows that, like, they're recognizing there are people paying attention to that. Because the 7-year-old or 8-year-old or 9-year-old who's just watching Pokemon on TV because it's on TV, 
maybe I'm underestimating them, is probably not going online mm-hmm. um, and finding these, right? Like, we're the ones who are paying attention to that. So. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. I mean, I don't know how the younger generations are now because, obviously, times have changed. Uh, peop- uh, kids could be going online a lot younger and younger. I mean, I know they're getting cell phones a lot sooner and sooner. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind that, like, there are young kids who are going to watch Pokemon Generations, but I do think that it's probably made with older fans in mind. Oh, yeah. Um, Now, the second piece of anime news, and I don't know how you feel about this. Did you see the trailer for the new Pokemon Sun and Moon? Yeah, I did. Um, And I have, you know, various feelings, but none of them are really terrible. You know, I, um, I think I think I'm only as skeptical as I ever am with Pokemon mm-hmm. uh, the anime. So it, I think my over before we even get into like detailed stuff, I think my overarching reaction to the trailer was like, it's fine. <laughs> it it looks fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about the animation style of it though. That's the big thing. I've just been seeing so many people commenting on it. I don't mind the animation style. I remember. When I started watching X and Y, I was really impressed with it, not mm. just because the quality went up, but because it seemed less rigid and it incorporated humor, I felt, better than yeah. what I remembered. And so it looks like they're keeping that in mind with Sun and Moon and that they're maybe taking it further, and I don't know if that's what people are are hesitant about. Like that shot with the Litten. Mm. Um, I mean, it's really goofy. It... it it's like super goofy uh, reaction shot anime moment. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think it's fine. I'm surprised that they redesigned Ash again. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know that they needed to. But I guess they never really... Well, I, I shouldn't say they never needed to. They had to update him eventually. But X and Y is already such a big difference from the original series that mm-hmm. they've redesigned him again, even so much as his hair looks different, which is weird. Yeah. Um, I, don't know I know it's like they have the water, but his hair looks totally different. Yeah. Now, I notice, like, he's got, like, these lines underneath his eyes now. Um, I know it's, like, like different an... than the, uh, the ones he's always had? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you're right. They have been there. But these just look different to me, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Like, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Naruto. A more simplistic type. Yeah. I, they definitely seem to have, like, uh, pulled back a little bit. Yeah, like, it's a little more simpler. Like, uh, it doesn't have as much... I don't want to say shading or anything like that, but that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. Oh, man, I'm looking at a picture now, and the lines are huge. Yeah. Like, they almost look like a drawn-on mustache. <laughs> yeah. And even like, Pikachu is a little weird. Them, but not that... Yeah, it looks really strange. Like, I, I, I wonder like... if it'll look better, mo- like, in motion. Um. No, I mean, even the poster. I mean, like, his mouth is huge, too. Yeah, his mouth is big. His eyes are smaller and a bit more round. Um, they're still brown, though. Yeah. Um, his face is rounder, is distinctly rounder. Um, now, I mean, I don't mind it in a vacuum. Like, if you had mm-hmm. just showed me this and said, like, how do you feel about these designs and this animation, I would have said, it looks good. Um, I think mm-hmm. what's weird about it is that this anime insists on keeping the same character over and over and over and over, but then... Mm-hmm continues to change a character people are familiar with. And this is probably... No, this is definitely... I'm looking at a, at a whole graphic of all the different Ashes. This is the biggest, biggest mm-hmm. uh, change that we've ever seen oh, yeah. for him. Um, now, 
I'm looking at the poster for the anime. It looks like um, Team Rocket is going to get the uh, uh, Pikachu knockoff Pokemon. Oh, the Mimikyu? Yes. Because right like in the top corner, you see them up in the air like they're blasting off again, but they're, they're being held up by the... Uh, uh, I forgot its name, but the bear, the pink bear. Beware. Yes, beware. Wow, I can't believe I forgot that. No, I didn't um, but they're being held by the beware. Wobbuffet's there, unfortunately. And <laughs> then the, that Mimikyu. was your one wish last time we talked. Yes. Get rid of Wobbuffet. <laughs> yeah. And what, what did we say? The Mimikyu or whatever? Yeah. Uh, is right there with them. So I'm thinking they're going to try and capture it, thinking it's an actual Pikachu. And they're going to capture it. And they're like, we caught a Pikachu. All right. Oh, what is this thing? I bet you they're creeped out by it, and they try to get rid of it, and it won't go away. Yeah. I bet and, you it won't leave them alone. Oh, yeah. Um, I have a feeling Ash is going to get all three starters this time around. Yeah, probably. And, they're all hanging out by him. Mm-hmm. Especially the uh, owl. Yeah. That's no surprise. Everybody loves that thing. But the biggest news is Ash is going to school in the yeah, well, region. Because I guess because there are no gyms, mm-hmm. there's not. Maybe they're going to argue there's not a linear, like path for him to take. But I can't imagine the games won't have a, a pretty linear route. Yeah. Like I imagine that once we do one island, we can go to the next island. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how they'll tackle this. My question is: Is there still going to be a Pokemon League? Mm, I don't know. Is there supposed to be one in the game? Because I bet there isn't. I haven't heard anything for a Pokemon League. It's like, what do you do when you complete all four challenges? Do you find uh, the Grand Master or whatever? Because maybe Ash is going to be like, all right, uh, I want to go to the Alola region. And then he find, he gets there and is like, all right, let's challenge a gym, Pikachu. And they find out, oh, there's no gyms here? What is there to do? Oh, we have a school. Ah, I guess I'll go to school then. See, I think one of the big problems with this, and this isn't a problem for most people maybe, but I don't know. I just, we talked last time how irritated I am that Ash is still even a protagonist mm-hmm. and how he never grows up and never seems to advance or anything. So the fact that after six generations, they're going to continue. Like he's, we don't, they don't erase everything Ash has ever learned. He just is mm-hmm. kind of dumb sometimes and forgets it. And yeah. so then he's suddenly going to go to school. I don't know. I mean, it could be a good. It could still be a good show. Like, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It could still be really, really enjoyable. Just give us a new protagonist or watch, reboot it entirely. Like, watch him be like, maybe start this completely over. Yeah, <laughs> but they won't. Yeah. Now watch him be like, all right, Ash, your summer fun's been over. Time to uh, go to school now. And we're all going to be like, wait, six seasons, six generations. He was, that was a summer, <laughs> summer vacation. <laughs> I remember by like the fourth or like the sixth or seventh episode, they said it took Ash like three months. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> this, uh, this totally doesn't matter, but I hate his outfit. I know, I know it's inspired by the, the game, but I hate it. <laughs> I hate it a lot. I don't like it either. It's very simplistic. He's kind of got shorts this time around. I know we had talked about how we wanted him to be wearing shorts. Yeah, and he's he's got like sandals on. He's kind of got like a like long shorts almost. Yeah, you can see his ankles, folks. Yeah, it'll be fine. It, it'll be as it'll be as you know. I, I'm I'm certain it it 
it can't be worse than the worst Pokemon anime we've seen, right? Yeah. That yeah. those that first that first stretch of mm. the very very original season yeah. is like not it's iconic but not mm. very good. It's got nostalgia glasses. That's what it is. Yeah. So this, I'm sure this will be fine. He's going to have a little Rotom Pokedex, which will be funny. I have a feeling that's going to be getting very annoying very quickly. You think so? Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... And it looks like Serena won't be joining him in Sun and Moon, which I'm very disappointed with because yeah. I love Serena, and I was kind of hoping she would show up with this, but... Yeah, she's nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. How much of this anime do you think is going to be him learning how to use the Z-moves and basically learning to dance? Yes. Because they're really, really selling this this pose. That yeah. And I think it could make for some interesting stuff, but I wonder how much of this show is going to be that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I mean, I'm so excited for the games that I'm hoping some of that will bleed into the anime. Mm-hmm. But it's just... Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Well, Come on, from, what I can, from what I can see, the anime starts uh, November 5th, uh, 2016. Okay. So I may watch the first episode in Japanese just to see. I know it's going to be, on my opinion, it's going to be very skewed because I've never seen. No, I can't say that. I have seen one Japanese episode, and it was the Safari Zone episode where he caught, like, all 30 Tauros. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the crazy warden. Yes, with the gun. Yup. Yeah, and then Jesse tries to bribe him with uh, makeout sessions. And torture. Yes. So. That's really the only anime episode I've ever seen of Pokemon, just because I wanted to see him capture all thirty Tauros. Yeah, one of them. Spoiler: one of them was caught by Brock. Oh, interesting. I didn't watch that whole episode, but I've, I think I've seen most of the Porygon one. That's another one I did see. Yes. Yeah. I did see that. Uh, I did not get a seizure, so yay me. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad. But I'm. I don't know. I- I'm skeptical right now just because like, I've fallen in love with the XYZ season. Yeah, it's very strange for them to, to do such a different thing after an anime that I think... I, I-, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not tuned into this, but I imagine that if if people who used to watch it are so impressed by this that it's considered a good one, X- XY and XYZ, mm-hmm. um, that they would they would change the, the formula. Yeah, but who like, knows? Maybe it's just the animation, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a little upset he doesn't get to keep his Greninja, which is like his strongest Pokemon ever. Well, he doesn't get to keep anything. It's Except ugh. for Pikachu. Yeah. Now, I kind of wish they had done, and this is piggybacking off of your idea how you don't like Ash as the protagonist for the whole time. Yeah. I kind of wish what they would do is, like, each generation, you go with, like, the male mascot or female mascot um, uh, from the games. Yeah. So, like, uh, when you go to Johto, you get, like, the silver or gold character. Because we got that's... that in the uh, Pokemon Chronicles. Yeah, that's what I think they should do. I, I yeah. a million percent agree with you. And then have, like, May and Dawn be the uh, protagonists for their respective places and whatnot. Yeah. And... Then, like, even have Ash come back and be like, uh, some ultimate destruction's coming and they need as many strong trainers as they could get. And all of a sudden, Ash shows up and he's a couple years older and Pikachu's strong as heck because they're following the rules. But no, 
Sure, have him be a mentor in one season, have him be a cameo in another, have him be, hell, have him be a Kanto gym leader at some yeah. point. Whatever, whatever, <laughs> do whatever you want. Just have him be make a professor. Him have him oh, be a professor. Man. That'd be cool. I, he'd, he'd have to suddenly get really smart, but that'd be cool. This is why he's going to school. Ah, ha-ha. Hmm. He's going to school so they can finally have him do something else. Yeah. So I think this is really going to shake up the anime a little bit, and the games too. I mean, we're really getting something different compared after to what tw- we've... Yeah, Go 20 ahead, years. Yeah, after 20 years, that's, I think, they probably figured, like, two decades. Shake it up. Yeah, uh, about time, guys. I mean, obviously, they shook it up last time with the Mega Evolutions. Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to say we're not getting any more. I kind of hope we do. I hope we do, because I, I would hate for them to just abandon something that exists within the universe. Mm-hmm. It just seems weird to me to stop doing that. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, hey, what are... Uh... Mega evolutions, we have no idea what we're talking about. Well, so if if you think about it, if you have Pokemon that can mega evolve in X and Y and um, the new Ruby and Sapphire games, mm-hmm. can, and you bring them over to your Sun and Moon, well, are they? I'm assuming you're just not going to be able to mega evolve them anymore. Here's the thing. When you put a Pokemon into the Pokemon bank, you cannot bring items. Right, which means... So if, they're, if they don't put the items in the game, then you just don't do that anymore. It's so weird. Exactly. It's so weird. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. It's so many questions. So, uh, tens of thousands of questions and uh, <laughs> not many answers because they answer one and they give us more. It's like uh, watching Lost all over again. Are you? Uh, you said you're planning on getting both versions. Yes. Are you getting the Steelbook, or are you just going to get both versions? Um, now, what do you mean by Steelbook? So they have a Steelbook edition Amazon exclusive mm. that has both Sun and Moon in it. Um, yes, and it just I did has like a, Yeah, it just has like a fancy... Yeah. Well, it's not even really a fancy design. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would consider it more if, if it had um, like exclusive artwork or something. Right. Um, no, but I've still I'm... thought about it. I'm getting the game. I'm getting through GameStop. But okay. did you see the? Uh, uh, where is it? If I can find it on Serebii real quick, because I forgot about this. There's a. Uh, it's the guidebook, and it's like in a special case. Is this the? It's like a brown box with like a journal and a yes. like other stuff. Yes. I saw you. I saw you uh, tweet about that with some. Is it, uh, the Vault Edition? That's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, now, what what all is in here? Does it it does not come with the games, right? It does not come with the games, so unfortunately. What, why is it so expensive? What's in there? Um, basically, you get a really nice fancy guidebook, a okay. journal, a pen, and let's see if I can find it on here because I could have sworn I. And a gold plated Pikachu. Uh, one can only hope. <laughs> For as much as it's listed, which I think is 130 bucks, I mean, there better be something gold-plated in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gold-plated pen. I mean, the box looks awesome. This is what I kind of wish that the Steelbook art looked a bit more like. Yeah. Oh, there's some... Uh, hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to find what's in there. 
I guess, I mean, the book is pretty hefty. I mean, it's like a, it's a 360-some yeah. page hardcover book. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure I'll get, like, the normal game guide. I, I mean, I don't normally get game guides, so we'll see. I haven't got one in a very long time, but I've yeah. I've been tempted because I remember mm-hmm. I, this was my favorite thing, was just, like, sitting down, playing the game, and, you know, following along in the Prima official guide. Yeah. And being like, oh, I didn't get this Pokemon yet or this item yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've been tempted before. I just have never really done it. Yeah. Since so long as it comes with stickers, I'll get it. <laughs> Gotta have the stickers. Um, uh, also, for those who have upgraded to iOS 10 for the iPhones, um, there are now special stickers that you can use for your messaging system. For $1.99, you can get the uh, red, blue, and yellow versions of Pokemon with uh, special little words and whatnot. Yeah, I saw that. That's that's cute, I guess. I don't have iOS 10, so I don't know how it works, but yeah, I saw I some people with it. I haven't updated my phone yet. I'm afraid to. I'm a little afraid to, too, because I do have an older model phone. Yeah, I got the 5S. Yeah, so I'm, I'm nervous to, to yeah. upgrade. But once I update my, my software, I'll probably... That's, <laughs> if, I, mm-hmm. if I pay for any of those sticker packs, this is the one that I'd be most likely to pay for. Mm-hmm. Now, you said you got your new uh, 3DS uh, XL, the Galaxy. Yes, yes. Now, was this before you found out about the uh, Sun and Moon uh, version? It was, and to be totally honest, even if I had saw the Sun and Moon edition before mm-hmm. I saw the Galaxy edition, I probably still would have gotten the Galaxy edition. Um, I've, I think I might have mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned this on the last one, so I won't go too much into it, but I've been playing on the same 3DS for five years, mm-hmm. and so I've been like, every time they update it, I'm like, is it the time, is it the time? And then I saw this one, and uh, it spoke to me, dude. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful purple Galaxy star-covered... System mm-hmm. spoke to me, so I did see that Sun and Moon special edition though, and I saw it probably just just very shortly after I got my new one. Okay, um, yeah, I had uh, I still have a 2ds. I don't see the need to get a uh, 3ds. I almost got a 3ds XL mm-hmm. when Fire Emblem Fates came out. Yeah, it has like a white on top, black on bottom, and like little imprinted designs, which I thought was absolutely beautiful. Oh, nice. But I was like, I just cannot spend the money for that right now. I'm like, I'm still getting the, I got the deluxe edition game, so it was all good. Yeah, I, my, I'm a sucker for Fire Emblem. I, you know, I, I need to, I need to get one of those, uh, the Fates ones, but I have like an old game that I wanted to try to play. Um, but it's I know it's very different, so I need to just skip it and, and go right to <laughs> go right nice. to the, the 3DS versions. Yeah. So. Um 3DS XL, uh the new Pokemon game, it's got the uh two legendaries on it. I think it looks kinda cool. I'm personally not gonna get it because it does say it does not come with the uh games, unfortunately. Yeah. I uh yeah, it, it it's cool, but I, I don't know that it would be enough for me to well, I just got one, so I wouldn't. But even if even if I didn't just get one, I don't know if that would have been the one. Again, I have a 2DS. I don't really even use the 3D versions on the games, anyways. Yeah. And I mean, I got the I got a special edition one that came out when uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire came out. I picked up Omega oh, nice. Ruby, and I got the blue see-through uh, 2DS. Ooh, which was nice. Good looking. Yeah, which was kind of a callback to the old uh, uh, Game Boys. 
how they mm-hmm. used to be like see-through versions. So I thought that was absolutely awesome. So those were the closest I bought, or the closest I came to getting a new DS system before mm-hmm. you know this one came out. Yeah. So I mean, that's all the news. Uh, there's been a lot of news since the last time we recorded, which I absolutely love because this is like the yeah. perfect time to be podcasting. As soon as the game comes out, we're gonna be like, okay, so uh, nothing new. <laughs> I know, right? It's just going to be the game, and we're going to have to figure out how to even do that. I do at some point want to, and if anybody hears this and knows enough, I would love to have, I'm just making noise over here, don't mind me, I would love to have some folks who know, like, a lot about specific topics. If there's somebody who knows a lot, like a lot about Pokemon Go, I'd love to pick their brain. Like, the inner workings of it, that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Or somebody who... uh, I know there are people on my my Twitter feed who know a lot about the card game, and I would love to talk to some of them because I haven't played it mm-hmm. since probably the uh, like Fossil expansion or Gym Leader expansion, and I know it's changed uh, since then. So I think that oh, there's some yeah. there's some stuff that I would love to learn about on the podcast with some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Shuken Shinobi is pretty big with the uh, card game. Yeah. I was hoping to get him on tonight, but it was a last-minute thing, and he's actually very busy uh, today. So, hey, Shuken Shinobi, if you're listening to this. Oh, hi. Um, but I had noticed, I was looking at what he had gotten, I think, the last day or two. He has, he got the special box collection. Uh-huh. Um, trying to find it real quick. But, shoot, where is it, where is it? Oh, he got the uh, Galaxy-style 3DS as well. Oh, hey. I saw actually quite a few people on my timeline ended up getting it, which surprised me because I figured all the people who got it, I figured already would have had new 3DSs. Mm -hmm. I just figured I was way behind. Oh, there's new uh, Pokemon Tins came out uh, yesterday uh, for the card games. I would have bought one of those today. If I could have found a Chestnut one, I would have gotten it. (laughs) <laughs> well, this was, looks like you got Pikachu, um, and then uh, the uh, man-made Pokemon from Sun and Moon, and then the uh, other new one that came out with Hoopa. I don't remember mm-hmm. their names. But I recognize Pikachu. Hey, Pikachu. Yeah. Hey, you, uh, Pikachu. That, apparently two- that's what I should do. I should go get an N64 and get Hey, You, Pikachu. Play that and tell you all about it. <laughs> Yes. All right, here we go. He got the Pokemon TCG Super Premium Collection Mewtwo and Mew uh, box. Holy crap. Yeah, that's a lot of words, especially Mewtwo and Mew. Mew? Um, I'm pulling up the thing right now because he did a review on it. and Go check it out. Let's see here. Retails for $79.95. Damn. Uh, it's a Barnes & Noble timed release. Uh, there will be a wide release on October 3rd. Oh wait, Barnes and Noble? Hmm. Yes, it's I've as of right now. Some Barnes good and Noble deals stores. at Barnes and Noble. Nice. Um, but here's what it comes with: you get ten generations booster packs. Uh, you get the Mewtwo EX promo, which apparently is a reprint from Photon Wave uh, Mewtwo EX from Break Breakthrough. You get a uh, Mew EX promo, which is another reprint from uh, Dragon's Exalted and Legendary Treasures. 
Uh, you get 10 Pokemon 20 themed card dividers, Venusaur, Charizard, and Blastoise themed card storage boxes, which is kind of cool. It's kind of like you get just boxes that you can hold all the cards in. Yeah. Um, You get a Mewtwo and Mew collectible uh, Kyoto sculpted figure, so kind of like the ones I have, but with Mew and Mewtwo together. And then oh, in one figure, yeah, that's cool. And then a 190-page Pokemon trading card game illustration collection. Hmm. So, eighty bucks seems like a lot, but you got to figure the ten packs right there. You figure they retail for about four to five dollars. So that covers at least forty to fifty dollars, and then you got that 190-page Pokemon trading card game illustration thing. That's probably the thing I'm most interested in. Yeah. Uh, I'm a sucker for artwork and whatnot. Right? I want to see that. Yeah. Plus, the storage boxes would be really cool. Um, I watched this video. It was really really cool. So if you check it out, go to shukenshinobi.com. That's S-H-U-K-U-E-N-S-H-I-N-O-B-I.com. Shuken Shinobi. Uh, I'm sure you can find it there. It looks like he's got a lot of other uh, Pokemon stuff, which is really cool. He knows lots of stuff. Yes, he does. So I would love to have him come on the show and just talk all things Pokemon, get his opinions yeah. on everything. I want him to try to fill me in on uh, like 15 years of Pokemon trading card game updates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Brian, catch me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, I was looking right here, part of its review. Considering the book costs roughly $30 at least, plus around 50 for the packs and the other contents of this box, the price is more than justified. There you so, go. I still can't see myself dropping 80 bucks, but maybe if it goes to GameStop and I can use my GameStop credit card, which I know mm-hmm. is bad, but, you know, I don't care. Yeah. I want that. I want that figure, really. And the book. Yeah, I really, really, really want to see that book. I'm probably going to watch that right after we're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, other than that, I think that's about it for news and whatnot. Um, again, uh, follow us up on Twitter, at Victory Road Pod. Um, been posting a lot more stuff now for Pokemon news, so you can stay updated. Mostly just retweeting other Pokemon news sites, but, you know, it's, I'm just another source. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you got any questions for us, uh, tweet us at Victory Road Pod. Um, Doug, where can people find you on the interwebs? Find me on Twitter at Doug Watchin. That's pretty much it. <laughs> and you guys can always find me at Deadpool underscore Ranger and my other podcast, Longbox Cast, which apparently has gotten less views than our first episode. Hopefully, we'll find out how many views we got for that soon. Can't wait to find out. Um, again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, you can find us through the Four Red Radio Network uh, podcast channel. We are, I'm hoping the actual channel for us will be up soon, but until then, just look for Four Red Radio. Uh, you can't miss it. All right. Awesome. We need a cool sign off phrase. We do, because. My other podcast has one. We use uh, long box cast. Too many issues for a short box. <laughs> <laughs> Which works out perfectly, but... 
Um, we'll think of something soon. Uh, to be continued, like every single anime. Yeah, exactly. To be continued. Yes. Um, so I wanted to run this by you, and I was thinking maybe to get more followers up onto our Twitter account doing a contest for yeah, yeah. uh I was thinking about just doing like a thing, be like, all right, just retweet and follow. Um, and then winner announced like the end of October and whoever wins gets to Cool. And hopefully that'll translate into more listeners and then yeah. I'm into it. Cool. Yeah, just wanted to see what you thought about the idea. Yeah, just let me know how you want to do it and I'm in. Yeah.